I'm Peter Kern. I'm the editor of CreateDigitalMusic.com, and I'm here with Benjamin Weiss. Hi, Benjamin. Uh, hi. I'm from um, Debug Magazine. I don't actually know what your title is at Debug. I'm editor and co-publisher, whatever that is. I'm probably publisher, too, and I'm Gesellschaftführer as well of Create Digital Media GmbH. So we've been here in the studio playing with the new MS-20 Mini. And the old one, too. And the old one. Do we know what year this older MS-20 is from? I guess from the serial number, it's about 1980, maybe. Okay. But this has the, the same filter that's on the new Mini, which is to say it has the, the original filter. Later, Korg made some modifications to the filter that they'd had on the, on the 20 and on the MS-10, and... Um, um, sort of tamed their wild filter a little bit, but this has the untamed filter, and that's the filter that people will know if they've owned a Monotron or they've played around with uh, a Monotribe. So we've been playing with them side by side. We did some sound samples. You know, I think it's hard. I kind of imagine that we would do an A-B test that you would be able to listen to that would make some sense. Uh, listening to these, what you they are actually so similar that it's really hard to do an A-B test. Yeah, actually... The only main difference is maybe that the other unit, the original one, is quite old now and a bit buggy. So we had some problems with that. But in the end, we managed to record something that makes sense to compare, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing that you can't hear first is the biggest difference, and that is the oscillator drift on the older MS-20. I demonstrated earlier that if, if you miss that, that you can mess around with the master tuning on the new Mini and, and achieve the same. But you have to work hard for that. Well, we were listening to this thing. This thing was drifting not just a little. It was drifting a lot. And we were letting it warm up a bit. And it seems like maybe it's a little better now. But not even, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Like after the first hour, we were hearing some pretty crazy tuning differences. I mean, I was I was watching it shift around sometimes by as much as a semitone between the two oscillators. And that happened within minutes, so... Within minutes, yeah. yeah. And, and certainly 100 cents, 200 cents here and there on the master tuning. So the, the biggest difference is sometimes inconsistent tuning. Now, once it settles down and you adjust the tuning knob so that everything's in tune, then it does sound basically indistinguishable from the new Mini. Although the envelope generators seem to have some slight differences. Let's go ahead and listen to some of these sounds. So the first sound is we were playing with the filter sweep. Um, so this makes use of the envelopes, but mainly what you hear is the analog filter. And this is this characteristic filter that you'll also find on the Monotron. And uh, we, can, we can listen to that sweep. We can listen to them together and then kind of separately. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hear what that sounds like.
this is pretty much the same thing, although there's like slight differences in well, I mean, Something. <laughs> I would say I would say kind of what's more important than the differences between the two of them is how wild this filter sounds, right? Why we love the MS filter is is you hear it sweep through. It has all kinds of weird nooks and crannies. We we have uh, the peak, the resonance turned up all the way, and so as it's sweeping down, it 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 sort of sticks at certain frequencies and does all kinds of crazy things. Uh, yeah, the mini is pretty close to the original, but the important thing is Korg had one really crazy filter, and I have to say it's one of my favorite analog filter designs. It's still the most, yeah, it's the most characteristic in any design. Because it's weird, actually, we should it's say. Just, not not it's because it's not because it's some sort of beautifully engineered, pristine filter, but because it's so weird so uh, in weird the right ways. So fat in, in, in a good way, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the filter. Next, we played around with the little envelopes, and you yeah. were more sensitive to these changes than, than yeah, I, I was. Thought, I thought I felt like the MS20, the original one, has a slightly faster envelope, but this could be differences in, I don't know, in the knobs, in the parameter ranges of the knobs, um, all that. It's kind of hard to say exactly, but listen for yourself. Here it comes. Yeah, so to achieve that, I, I was moving around the uh, envelope knobs quite a bit. Um, you know, it, it's worth saying, too, this is hard to do because the MS knobs are pretty sensitive. They do not have subtle ranges. They have big ranges, which is why they're kind of fun to tweak. Uh, but matching them, then, is kind of a bear. Yeah. 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 So uh, you, you, get the, you get the matching times. Eventually, I had the attack time in different places on the two synths. In the end, if you don't mind a difference of 10 degrees in the knob, you can get the same results. You should not expect that you can just copy from one MS to another. That's what uh, we tried in the first place, and it, it doesn't totally work. didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the same results in the end, but yeah, you have to kind of find them yourself. But hey, it's an analog synthesizer, so this is presumably why you're buying it. Yes. Uh, we have one other quick test of the envelopes, and it's the same thing. Uh, I, if I remembered what I did, I would say which envelope knob was somewhere. Anyway, somehow the envelope timing was a little different on these two synthesizers that actually have some decades and age between them. The differences between them are subtle. The differences between them and other synthesizers are not Big, subtle, yeah. right? You really Quite know you're playing an yeah. MS, yeah. yeah. So to sum it up, it's actually the same machine. It's smaller. It's very close to the same sound. It is pretty much the same sound, and it's cheaper. Yeah, and people keep asking about the case. The case is also the same. Once you put the two of them together, you realize how much has been copied from the original. Everything from the details on the faceplate to the sides of the case in the original really were plastic. So it's a metal body on the Mini, just like on the original, with these plastic end caps on the Mini, just like the original. Everything is the same shape. 
This came out of the same factory, but somebody just scaled it down, much like the difference between the Benjamin and my hand size. <laughs> so uh, we can we if we put our hands on the two together, I think that my hands are eighty five percent of the scale of yours. That kind of works, yeah, but. One thing is different, though. I think the keyboard on the new one is better. Better. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, if, well. if you go out and spend more money, I mean, would you go out and buy an original MS-20 right now? Well, it depends. If I had the money, I would buy the original. But then again, I wouldn't have MIDI. I wouldn't have USB. I wouldn't have portability like this. It's more similar than I thought. I thought that's, the original was really quite heavy compared to the yeah, new one, and it's it's that's not really it's not, true. It's not really true. <laughs> and the original, so the original was kind of light and also fairly portable. It's just a little better. So if you're a rock star, then you should go buy an original MS20. Also, if you like, if you really like oscillators that don't quite stay in tune, or you want a keyboard that is larger and much worse, <laughs> then you need the original. Or you want bigger knobs. Or you want you have slightly bigger knobs. Slightly bigger knobs. But only slightly. I'm not sure if the scale, the 85% also was applied to the knob size. It doesn't look like it. Yes, and even the feel of the knobs is not as different as I might have expected. I mean, the new ones, it's close enough. In fact, both of the, the knobs on the new one and the knobs on the old one are both wildly sensitive to the slightest movement yeah. and a little bit hard to control, but fortunately in a way that's kind of fun. So... If you really need oscillators that don't stay in tune, or you like a keyboard that's worse, and you want to spend more money, then the original MS-20 is your choice. If you have something else to do with that $1,000, €1,000, however much it winds up being, you, you know, might want to think about other things that you can spend money on and get the Mini, because they are, in fact, the same. All right. <laughs> well, so that sums up our, our review of things you probably already knew. We don't really have to talk about MIDI or the USB because it just does note on and note off. Just note on and note off, right. So you don't Which get... Which is a bit of a bummer, I think. I would have loved to have at least the CCs mapped to the... Well, to all the knobs, actually. Yeah, it would be nice to have control change yeah. input into the synth. It would be nice to get output from those knobs, but mostly it would be nice to output, get input. Not so much input would be nice. Input's important. I think yeah. you, can, you can do it on the monotribe. I don't really understand why I cannot do it on the MS-20 Mini. But that's kind of the only criticism. I yeah, I would say the only criticism. Yeah. And it's not a big criticism because it's a little different from sort of the spirit of the synth, which is yeah. about sort of controlling things from the knobs and from these uh, analog inputs. Um, and the analog inputs are still quite useful. There are actually modules out there that do hertz per octave and not volt per octave. And both of these problems, the lack of parameter control via MIDI and and the fact that you can't use it directly with a lot of Eurorack modules. You wouldn't really expect that from an MS-20. Well, they would have to have gone back in time and changed what was on the original MS-20. And in the meantime, you, you can buy modules that solve this for you. So those if you if you have enough money to afford a large modular setup, you'll probably have enough money to afford one more module that will solve this for you. And it's still, you've still saved a massive amount of money over the original, which would have had the same problem. Or maybe Cork decides on bringing out the SQ10 in a slightly... That would make me forgive everything that Cork has <laughs> ever done that I haven't liked. If they were to follow this up, if they were to follow up the MS-20 with an SQ-10... That would be great. Also, the size would be great. Would, this size would be great. It would be amazing. Yeah. And, and they could do anything that they wanted forever. And I would <laughs> always say, but they gave us an SQ-10. But in the meantime, I can still say they gave us the MS-20 Mini. It's an awfully nice thing. We'll be Definitely sorry to is. see it leave Germany and go to the United States. Again, so America... Yeah. 
enjoy the MS-20 Mini because we don't get to use it anymore. And Japan, too. Japan and America. Please enjoy the MS-20 Mini. We're now quite jealous of you. And we will wait until we can get one again. Hopefully soon. Hopefully much less than another 35 years. Okay, that's it. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.